It's a trap, you walked right into the hate All over a new king that's face is just replaced It's all the same, you still be ruled by force And no matter who it is, they'll still carry on the torch Just a lie, cheat, steal, half of what you make Taxation is theft, it's time to vacate the state Newsflash, all your cash is an you From killers who really do steal from you Inflation is a weapon used by every nation Who says that the same in the world through lies If they disguise and pass off as bravery Well I got news, debt is slavery It don't matter who's matter, a new master don't matter When they both want the same, the state don't play no games They got you trying to survive and put you on sides And ready to kill each other, that's conquering divide It's all for show, all for hyper control It's fucking uh, personal growth boy And we're back with another episode of Buns and Tubs We're here to give you everything you want to hear and more Welcome back. Welcome back. How was your week? It was okay. It was pretty, it was the okayest week. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm slowly, you know, we talked last time about, you know, uh, seasonal affective disorder coming in hot, like, coming in, coming later in than it normally does. Yeah. And I, th- well, fuck me. We just had a goddamn thunderstorm followed by ice rain. Yeah. I think I, have mostly managed to crawl back up out of it through just sheer willpower and like kind of meditating on the fact like that these external factors I can I can overcome that you know what I mean like just getting over that yeah for sure but it has gotten better well that's good yeah it is a it is a hard bitch. It seems like this year, at least for me, um, <clears throat> and I've just decided going forward that I'm going to just be honest because I don't work for an organization that gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided to change my personal. What is it? Uh, PEDs. What are they? Personal uh, professional enhancement. Personal enhancement. Steroids. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'm sitting at around 350 milligrams a week, mm. testosterone. I work out seven days out of 14, and my diet is now full paleo, aside from this shit, which is going down every day. Yeah, as I say, that's not paleo. But Well, even with this, using 16 hours of, uh, not 16, 14 to 18, somewhere in that area, now I uh, lost a significant amount of body fat. Let me ask you this. So paleo, <clears throat> by my understanding is you're eating food that, in theory, our ancient ancestors would have had access to back then. Paleo might not be the right word. So, um, this is my ignorance, but I, I originally wanted to start carnivore. Okay. So, uh, like earlier, I'll show you just real quick. Uh, just for reference, we went to Sam's Club. Yeah. And went on a meat adventure. No homo. And I got... This is only a small portion of the haul. Okay, then. But, like, these are all meals. Yeah. So, we've got, like, a shitload of pork chops, a shitload of uh, chicken thighs. That's some cheap-ass London broil. Listen. And London broil, in itself, at an average weight, is around 144 grams of protein. London broil is also delicious. It is superb. If you have any suggestions for, I'm gonna air fry it. London broil. Yeah, I feel like that's got to be slow cooked. 
Would you rather slow cook it? I think you got to slow cook that shit. I've never done it. It's going to be super tough. Okay. I might be wrong, but I think you got to slow cook that shit. But I'm I'm looking to to change these things up. Yeah. And then you also, you went in hot, and I don't know if you realize this or not, but you got the definitive best cut of the chicken. Yeah. That's what uh, I was told is that it's higher protein and it's higher fat. So here's the thing. I don't, I can't attest. For me, it's simply for the taste. Yeah, I, I assume have, that's the fat. I the have mixture it of meats. Is, it's, it has a higher fat content in it. Yeah, and the dark meat has more flavor to it. Yeah, and so and that's the thing. I I mean, to each their own, right? I'm not going to slight people on this. I have never been a like breast meat person. I like breasts, but I agree with you. Well, let's talk. We're in the realm of chicken. I'm a whore. Right? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. We're just talking about chicken anatomy. Chicken right meats now. for yeah. sustenance. Chicken meats for sustenance. I have never been into breast meat. It's not very good. It's to me. It's it's. I mean, it has a cleaner taste to it. Yeah, but, but it's drier. That and you eat it like, like say you eat it too many times. Like say you eat it every day. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you're just going to be eating a a sponge that you fucking put flavoring on. Listen, you want if you want some good <laughs> chicken recipes. I can throw you some good chicken recipes that you that I feel like anytime you are cooking something that is like ch- the chickens to be stewed <coughs> in any fashion, mm-hmm. it should always, always, always be chicken thigh meat. It should never be chicken breast. It's so much more satiating. I feel like, and it it ch- the chew is better. Yeah, I feel like like if you throw like a bunch of chicken breasts into a crock pot, to me the meat just gets stringy and dry. Versus if you use thigh meat. Like I always, I'll get the the boneless thighs, right? Mm. They they're deboned. Yeah. So literally, all you gotta do, like, if you want to <clears throat> stew them up. Well, I wondered if you could do that and pull the bones out and make your own broth. Oh yeah, you most definitely can do that. And you have to break them to do that. No, you could cut. You could cut the thigh bone out. No, no, I get that. But I mean, like, when you put the bones in the in the thing to make oh, the broth. Oh no, no, no. Okay. That flavor will leach out all on its own. I'm not, so I just meant the marrow in you general. Wanna, you want to go broth talk for a minute, right? I love broth. Listen. Broth is bay. Broth is easy too. So this is what you do, right? Okay. You get your bones, right? Yeah. You get some And ki- tubs or just bones? Just bones. Okay. You get some bones. Well, you can put it in a tub. So bones and tubs. So bones and tubs, ahead, right? Yeah. You get your bones. You get <laughs> Let's some do it. You get some celery, carrot, onion. Yeah, you could, and the, here's the, here's the best part about broth and stock, you don't even have to like, like be precise about the shit. You can literally take that shit, the vegetables, and you could chop them up into big chunky bits, right? You throw them all on a sheet pan, like a roasting pan. Yeah, throw them in the oven for a little bit, let it all roast up. How long's a little bit? And Maybe, at what temperature are we talking? Let's say let's go ahead and just go full fucking chef talk okay. here for a second. Chef talk on the bones of tubs. I'm now this is off the top of my head. I could be wrong. I'm going to say dome. you're roasting it, yeah. so obviously you're going to want a temperature over 400 degrees, right? For about 20 about 20 minutes. We're just trying to get a sear. You just kind of you kind of want to like you so you get that roast right. Yeah, and then you take all that shit, you throw it in a pot. Right, mm. and you can even take it a step further if you want, and you could deglaze the the roasting pan. Oh yeah, and get all this. Feels the, like a South Park episode. Get all that residual juices that leach out of the food. Yeah, and you could fucking uh, um, that cream freeze. You put them in the pot, right? Yeah, water, 
salt, whatever other seasoning. Like you put a couple of bay leaves in that bad boy. You can oh, do whatever yeah. you want, however you want to flavor the stock, and then you fucking turn on the stove and let that bitch just cook, and you let it cook and cook and cook. Medium high. Um, you don't want it in a boil. You kind of want it at a simmer. Simmer. Right. So like you get it to a boil and then turn that stove down. Let's say start on high, take it to medium. Take it to medium. Right. And then you could just let it go for X amount of time. Occasionally you might want to add a little water and make sure it doesn't like completely dehydrate. Yeah. But like. So all of the nutrients will leach out of the bone without being cut or broken? Yeah. I mean, it should. Most of the shit will leach out. The chip, like the flavor. You're. You're mostly getting like flavor and stuff like that from those bones. Yeah, but there, that, like if you look at, um, so like if you did a uh, a fast, right, and you, and like, okay, so we talked before about fasting. Mm-hmm. So some of the things you can do through a fast to prevent a lot of the things that come, like the side effects, like say you're heavily dependent on insulin, yeah, through like a heavy carbohydrate diet, a lot of those things can be satiated or stopped by using bone broth. Yeah. Right? But what comes out of the bone broth is like the marrow, which I thought was the center of the bone. I mean, you might, for bone broth specifically, you might have to break the bones. But normally for me making stock or broth, you don't have to break the bones. Right? Yeah. I just, it's going to le- it's gonna be cooking in there so long that invariably most of everything that's in it is going to leach out. Yeah. Right? So you look at you can even look at the nutritional profile of like chicken broth versus chicken bone broth, mm. and there's no comparison. So even if you were fasting for like a seven day period, and you were only drinking broth, like the protein out of a bone broth is nuts. Yeah, compared to just a regular broth. Yeah, you so you might want to break them bones open so that marrow comes out. Bust them, but uh, make them bones bust. Yeah, you could let that shit. Do me a favor, in case this fucking group chat goes crazy again, can you turn your phone sound down? That last one was a motherfucker. Remember at the end when it... Yeah. uh, Like 16 messages at once? All right, we're good. Thank you. So... I'm sorry, I have You let that shit simmer for as long as you have time to let it simmer, right? So, I mean, what's the max on that? You don't want to burn it, or... Max... I honestly, I don't see four hours you getting anything else out of that. Right? Oh, so four hours. Yeah. So then once you're done with it, then you just have like a, a secondary container and then a colander. Okay. So you could strain it. Yeah. So you could pull all the stuff that's been sitting in there because you don't want to eat that. Right. But then you just dump it in there and then it's good to go. You cool it off and you, it lasts fucking forever cuz it's got salt and stuff in it. It's delicious. And it's delicious and you can it's usually the it's the base for most soups and whatnot. Yeah. I saw a thing where you can use a certain amount like a low like you know how you boil rice. Yeah. So, I'm trying to keep out carbs, but on heavy days, I want to do all my off days are workout days, right? Yeah. But on days that I want to have carbohydrates, I'm going to work out in the morning and in the evening. Okay. Because I'm ready for a radical transformation. I'm tired of this punk shit that I've been doing for a year. Yeah. <clears throat> those are the days I'm going to have carbs. So on those days, I want to use white rice because brown rice is poison. And I want to cook it in a broth. Okay. <clears throat> because the broth will absorb in the yeah. rice and create more protein and more uh, micronutrients. Yeah. But yeah. Sorry. New year, new me. Anyway, that's where we're at. Copy. I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, good. We started off this uh, seasonal defect uh, affective disorder, but 
that's where I'm at with it. You know, sometimes you just got to make changes, you know? Well, I made a lot of changes. I started doing the affirmations again. I'm reading every day. That's good. I'm working on this shit. I'm working on the other shit that we talked about. But I'm very nervous about this thing on Monday I told you about, a personal yeah, at the factory yeah. of production. Yeah. It is a nerve-wracking experience because everyone's, like, looking at you. Are you going to do it? Are you going to make it on the first time? A lot of people don't make it on the first time. I'm going to make it on the first time. Testing for the promotion. It's one of those things, though, even, <clears throat> like, I, I feel like accepting failure is just, and understanding why you failed is just as important as winning, in my opinion. I totally agree. However... This is some silly shit. So, you know how we've talked before about the factory of sadness and the futility of training? Mm-hmm. Like, you and I, for instance, used to sit in uh, mental health trainings. Mm-hmm. Brother Elmo used to give us, he would align the stars. He would literally put his hands up in the sky. In the sky. And he would move the stars around to where our trainings would align on the same date. Yeah. Which is supernatural at best. Yeah. And uh, we would sit in, like, mental health training, for instance, and you would draw... And I would like attempt to draw, but yours is so much better than mine. Um, funny attempts at suicide, yeah. Like during mental health training, like, yeah. that's how important training was in the factory of sadness. Yeah. This training, so I've done on the job training for about two months now. They say it takes three to six months in order for you to get this job. My boss came by and watched me for the last couple times last week and was like, "I think you're ready for your test. You think you're ready on Monday?" And I'm like, "Yeah." So I go talk to the trainer. And I'm like, how many of these questions actually have to do with what I'm doing? And he's like, very little. Now, so this is a written exam. Written exam. Not a practical. Right. So my day-to-day job has very little to do with the actual test I'm taking. And I can't look at the, like, there's no pretest. Yeah. It's an 80-question or 90-question exam. Yeah. And you have to get, like, a 85% on it to pass. Hmm. And it has very little to do with the things I've been doing for the last two months. I'm a little stressed out about it. Any way to study? No. That's the that's the stress of it. The stress of it is me trying to overly obsess over the process of what I'm doing. But then I come to find out the other day when they set my test date that none of that has to do with anything. So what the fuck am I doing? Well, in the immortal words of Master Yoda, yeah, do or do not. I'm gonna do. There is no try. I'm I'm full send. Yeah, but we were talking before the show. About fatherhood. Parenting. Yeah. So before I left to come here and do this work, my son, who desperately wanted to play video games with me all day, right? Yeah. He, um, I think that's where it stems from. He's five. Yeah. He began to cry as I was leaving. Yeah. I was giving my goodbyes. Yeah. Giving them hugs, telling them I'd be back in a little while. Yeah. All that. Uh, began to cry. I forgot my phone inside. It was charging, so I went back in to get it. And I go back in, and he's full fucking red eye. Mm-hmm. Like, he just got done crying. I was like, why are you crying, bud? He's like, I'm not. I'm not crying. I said, listen, dude. It's cool, man. It's cool to cry. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But why are you crying? Don't lie to me. Like, I'm... You can talk to me about anything. There's no reason to lie to me. Yeah. Unless you're doing meth. 
then it's time to lie. <laughs> but, but I told him, uh, you know, I told him that, and he came and gave me a hug. He's like, I just want to play video games with you, and you got to go do your show. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, because it's what I have to do. Yeah. I said, otherwise, I have to put it off for another week. We can't do that. Yeah. We have discipline. Yeah. The reason why we didn't play video games today is because you didn't give me your tablet to mm-hmm. plug in. I tell you, this is your responsibility. Mm-hmm. You want to play the tablet, I have to charge the tablet. Yeah. So you have to bring me the tablet, I will charge the tablet. Yeah. Because somehow my last charger was destroyed. Now he's no longer trusted with me in the tablet. <laughs> right? So I asked you, I said, what? at what age? Because I'm not, you know, I'm going by traditional roles, and I'm not saying that the ones that some of you will say, not the regular listeners, but the people that just like to hate and shit on us, um, that I'm being a misogynist or whatever, but mm. different sexes have different roles. Mm-hmm. Males are not naturally nurturers. At what age do I drop the nurturer and push the discipline? Because I've been trying to teach him about discipline. Discipline is doing things you don't want to do to make sure that you do them for a better outcome. Well, what I say to that is is that here's what it is. Mothers are, I feel like, teach their children unconditional love. Right. Right. And that's not to say that you don't unconditionally love your son. Absolutely. You do. Because we learn unconditional love from our mothers, right? Yeah. But as fathers, it is our job uh, to not teach them unconditional love, but teach them tempered understanding. Yeah. Right? Like, to to pull them away from the irrational. Because that's the thing. As much as, like, I would... Like, unconditional love is probably one of the greatest things that exists, right? Mm-hmm. We can agree on that, right? Absolutely. But at the same time, unconditional love can be wildly erratic and irrational. Without a counterposition. Without a counter. You're leading yourself to de- to destruction. Yeah. it's It's that whole... You know, unconditional love without temperance is fucking a recipe for a nightmare. It's not care. I'll tell you that. Yeah, it's right not now. care exactly. So you have to teach them. You have to temper. Imagine, sorry. You you have to temper their expectations, right? And like it, it, with my oldest one, a lot of times it was just a matter of like coming upon an age and understanding like something happens, he starts crying like, okay. And, and that's the thing. It's, it's a very rocky road. Cause I feel like sometimes it gets lost in the ether. Cause, and this is where it comes to a point. This is like a bad parenting tip for a father is telling a crying child, uh, you know, men don't cry or whatever. You don't cry. You don't cry. That yeah. That's not true. Right. There's a time and a place for everything. Yeah. You don't make a public spectacle of your fucking emotions. It's time to use our rational brains to understand there's a time and place for everything. Yeah. Right? And being able to, and especially for boys, it is very important to learn how to wrangle in their emotions. 
right? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying close them off. I'm not saying rain them in. Rain them in. Put them in a pin. Because I'm here to tell you right now, like you see it a lot, like. And I, I'll be the first one to admit, I had pro- I have problems with that. And I think in my older age, I finally, like, I think I got, finally corked it, like, got a, like, a pin in it and figured out, like, like, all that unbridled rage was not, un- is not becoming of a man, right? And well, I- it's a, it's, it goes back to that old saying, too, like, when you become a man, which is different, I think, maybe not, but it's different from a child's emotions. And the way that, like, if a man carries anger, it's a poison that only affects the carrier. Yeah. It doesn't affect the person you want to use it on. You will never hurt someone with, like, <laughs> the only person you hurt with your anger is yourself. Yeah, you're only killing yourself. Yeah, you're not You're not hurting. Like, you being angry at somebody isn't hurting them whatsoever. What was that, what was that movie with Justin Timberlake where it involved time? And they had like the projection on their arm. In time, I believe was the title. Yeah, of that like film. so. Every time you get angry, like you could literally watch, like look at your look at your forearm and watch the time decrease. You know, and no one wins. That was one of those movies where, like, I feel like it was. <coughs> I liked the concept, but the execution was poor. It was a great movie in some ways. I agree. Well, with you. that that's the thing. A lot of, that's a lot of movies are like that where it has a great concept, but execution was poor. Yeah, but it's one of those things too, where it's kind of like you. You look at yourself as a lifelong learner, right? And you just like, okay, well, I learned this from that. So, like, you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Does it make sense? Yeah. I just... That's how I, I have to look at life now. Otherwise, I'm going to be uh, wearing Joker makeup, riding a fucking subway. Yeah. Doing some dirt. That's about where I'm at. I don't know. I don't know where you're at currently, but I'm about there. So, <laughs> I'm just trying to be a better version of myself. Otherwise... It's going to be bad for a lot of people that probably don't deserve it. Well, allegedly in Minecraft, I've just I'm just learning to, like I said, it's a lifelong practice. Temper yourself, tempering, yeah, one's tempering oneself in multiple facets, whether it be think, tempering emotions or tempering expectations. Yeah. Do you think there's a reference to be made with the feminine and masculine and a child? Let's say that they are a uh, sword that you're going to make, right? Mm-hmm. I saw a thing earlier that was uh, be the man that you want your son to be. Oh, I-, I totally agree with that. Yeah, so do I. But it also led me to this reference where it's like you think of a, a forge, yeah? Mm-hmm. And you imagine, and maybe I'm wrong, and if so, I'll eat the, eat the crow. But like the, uh, what do you call it? The... Um, Unconditional love. The unconditional love would be the flame, right? Yeah. And if you if you left a blade in unconditional love for too long, it'll ruin it. It will ruin it. Without hitting it with a hammer, removing it and throwing it in the water. Yeah. You're not going to temper the steel. You're not going to harden it. Right. You're you're not. And it's going to be useless in application. And that, does that make sense? Yeah. Or is that too- like I said though? I. It's not, as a father, it's not your job to, like, it. I feel like, like I said, I feel like it's a mother's role through, like, some sort of crazy symbiosis to imbue their children with uncondi- the, the power to love something unconditionally. Regardless, right? yeah. Or, or maybe it's just Unless something that's incipiently, to be a trauma. incipiently born in this, right? Because, like, I, 
can recall like before my first son was born when he was born it's like something clicked yeah. that i'd never felt before clicked or broke whatever you want to call it and i i then understood like the lengths i would go to protect them yeah right violence absolute violence yeah <laughs> yeah like the the it, it's funny if you let the mind if you it let the intrusive thoughts in even for a moment no the ideas of like you can't if someone did something what 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 you would do can i can i interrupt real quick yeah go ahead i saw a tiktok video earlier okay i forget what state it was in but this this is a shout out to anybody who is taking their children to a grocery store by themselves or actually anyone taking children anywhere, even if you're not by yourself, pay attention to your fucking surroundings. Oh, was this the one where the guy grabbed the girl out of the shopping yeah. cart and told a knife to her? He So the mother was like, she was by herself, which I, if you have two parents that aren't paying attention, it wouldn't have mattered if it was one parent or two parents. But this mother was not, like, she was going to get some shit. I don't know if it was, like, the out of the meat counter or whatever. She was, I mean, she wasn't that, I watched that video. She was there, she but was she, there. like, turned away. Yeah. And if you just turn away for a second. This motherfucker walks up and grabs this baby. Takes the little one out of the car. Takes the little one out of the car and holds a knife to it, to its stomach originally. And then it's a hostage situation. So somebody calls the cops. The cops show up. They're doing like a little triangle thing where they have like three points of access to kill this motherfucker if they have to. And then uh, they end up getting him a chair through hostage negotiation and then this motherfucker takes this baby and puts the knife to its neck and starts counting down from 60. Yeah. And the guy in front of him, you know, I I got to give props where they're due. Because this cop walked up and fucking blasted him in the fucking head. And here's the put thing. Put that motherfucker down. You know, here God the, damn, here, son. Here on the Bones and Tubbs, to- Bones and Tubbs show, we are more than happy to held, hold law enforcement accountable for the... Yeah, I would say more times than not, we shit on cops. But for real, though... That's some heroic shit. I feel bad for that guy for having to have to do that to somebody. But at the same time, I'm glad... He actually did it. That he, yeah, that he took the measures necessary. Remember how much shit we talked about Uvalde? Yeah. Where the cops just chilled in the hallway for 45 minutes while a psychopath went around killing motherfuckers. And this dude got up from a kneeling position and blasted that bitch in the head and yeah. saved that fucking child. Yeah. Thank God for him. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that shit's stressful to me. Goddamn. Like. Goddamn. Yeah. Right? Well, it's all, you know, it's, man, I tell you what, I, not the gas. You know how tangent, bad that could have gone? But I tell you what, there are, I've said this once, I'll say it again. There are humans, <clears throat> and then there are non-humans. Yeah, right? we call those NPCs. That not even like the NPC is is treating them too kindly, right? The people that do things like that are fucking scum. No, nah, but see, we argued about this before. I, argue is a strong word. I don't want to use that word, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, where we talked about it. Uh, from a Jeff Berwick perspective, because I watched his podcast, The Dollar Vigilante, and he said that like that study where there was like a thirty or forty percent of people were the only ones that had that inner voice to have like the inner conversation in their head, yeah. and like everybody else, like you're either like you have the potential to grow to be a person, but until then, you're pretty much just a programmed robot walking around without a soul, 
and it went it led into our our uh mutual agreement that like you basically earn your soul right yeah and uh to see some shit like that and you can blame it on mental illness you could do that or you could just say that dude's a fucking robot i'm not i'm not gonna it's 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 the savagery yeah right well it's to, to go back to i guess i take it to a soul every time I watched an interview earlier on a channel on YouTube, the Soft White Underbellies, where he interviewed a Los, I think it was a Los Angeles detective. And um, he talked about the, what what's it called in the uh, Kaibalian, where you have the polarity. Yeah. Right? So you have ultimate good, the saints, that sometimes do evil, and you have the evil, that sometimes do good. And then you have people, most of the people are in the middle. Mm-hmm. But then you have people a little bit before that, like beyond it, yeah, that are just pure evil. And then occasionally you find one that's pure and, good. And that, well, that's the thing, like, and that's some shit. That dude had nothing going for him. The savagery. It, it's it goes back to my whole notion that, like, you know, it, we talked about this long ago when the Me Too thing was real big, yeah, and how it didn't matter how many lectures or how much you put it out there that rape was wrong. That there are men, there are humans out there. Yeah. I say men because they're not men. Who it doesn't matter what you say to them, right? They're savages. Yeah, they don't have a the fucking purest caliber. They have no fucking moral compass. They have no understanding that what they're doing is wrong. They're no different than a feral dog. Yeah, a rabid dog, whatever you want to call it. Just like that dude who held that little girl hostage. No. He, he got, had nothing else coming to he him. He had nothing else coming to he him. He should have died on the way to the store. And, and that's just the that's the that's the stark reality of this existence is that there are individuals walking amongst us every day. Right. That are simply savages. And let's uh take that time to look at the situation we mentioned. And even as an anarchist who spends most of his time shitting on cops, I will say that that dude, at that time, for that action, deserves all the support. Yeah. And like I said, I, I kind of feel bad that he, he had to go to those lengths. But That's I'm what glad, he signed up for, but I'm but glad I'm he gl- did it. I'm glad that he did. Yeah. Speaking of which, crazy fucking shootout shit. Did you see that one video out of Texas? At a restaurant. Uh-uh. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. The guy came in and was like robbing people. Yeah. And the dude stood up as he was walking out and shot him in the back. F- fucking shot him. Uh, in the head. Eight, eight or nine times. Put man. his ass down. Like, and then gave him a fucking, a uh, fucking love tap to the dome yeah. before taking the money out off of him and give it. And they gave the money back to the people they robbed. That's what's crazy though is the fact that like that happened in Texas. Thank God for that fellow, but. Imagine that should happen in Chicago. They would have charged that oh, bitch. Yeah, well, threw him under the and jail. And that's the thing. Like when it happened, like they didn't know who that guy was. The, well, he's no the, longer a threat. The, the mystery vigilante, right? Yeah. And uh, like the cops were like, "We're looking for him, but we we're not charging, pressing charges on him. We just want to ask him some questions." Like we, they they saw the video. Uh, what did he do anything wrong? No, I don't even know why you want to talk to him unless you're going to give him an award. Fuck yourself. Yeah, like and and people point out like that last shot. That last shot. I don't give a fuck. It was. Uh, here's what I'll say about that last shot. I'm not saying the guy's guilty. Of being he's not. <clears throat> 
but it was a little much. Let's use the right. same argument that a lawyer would use, okay? So imagine that someone breaks into your house and you find them in your child's bedroom, hurting your child, right? Mm. Okay. So this is the same thing. Mm-hmm. He came in and victimized a room full of people. Imagine the fucking collective psychic stress in that room. Oh, yeah. And you absorb that, right? Yeah. And you know that you could stop it. You can't turn down the switch once you hit a thousand or nine, like two thousand, three thousand, all the way up, all the way up on the RPMs. Once you're at red, you're at red. Yeah. Sorry, it had to happen when you walked away, but motherfucker, I'm at red and I'm putting you down. And you had other people like, well, it was a fake. Some people have been charged because they only shot someone to death with three bullets, and they only got off. On the other hand, when they emptied their clip, because they said, well, clearly you weren't stressed out. You only shot him three times. You didn't empty the clip in him, so you weren't stressed. <laughs> this motherfucker was stressed enough to put an extra one in that bitch to make yeah. sure he didn't get up again. Yeah, and you had people coming out like, well, it was a fake fake gun. It was a fake gun. But yeah, that doesn't fucking matter. You, my- don't, you don't know if that's a fake gun or not. Like, Sorry. Someone's pointing a gun in my face. So sorry. I don't think... Like, I already know. Like, it, it, what's crazy is this you is get where so we- many armchair quarterbacks, right? Yeah. Coming in and giving their fucking two cents on anything. First of all, this is what I'm going to say, is that unless you've been in a high stress uh, uh, interaction or like when or if you've had an incredibly intense adrenaline dump. Yeah. Nobody who hasn't had that should never give any opinions on what they think about any of this, because like, you know, this as well as I do. I mean, I know what happens when my adrenaline kicks in. Yeah. And that's a, I don't, I just don't like at that point, it's like monkey brain time. Yeah. It's like, I had like all you, yeah. All you have are very rudimentary objectives of things that have to be done. Caveman shit. Your my fucking vision goes tunnel. Yeah. Right. And I am all about just those singular objectives. And then you have whatever needs to happen to stop this from, to stop this from happening basically after it's over you have a very violent water poop yeah you know i'm gonna pee okay shout out john hinkle though (laughs) right i mean (laughs) am i wrong post piss shout out i don't know if you've seen this i'm sure you perhaps have been uh privy to it via our group chat yeah thrown them in there a few times sup america sup america does that ring any bells it says in the group chat Oh, it's fine. It's further back, a couple uh, of days. There's been a lot going on. It's this fellow. This dude's got 52.9 thousand followers on uh, TikTok. And I've been on his live twice in the last week. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I'm bathed in 5G radiation, but my phone won't work. Mm. How's that work? Guy's name on TikTok is Sup America. And then after this video, which is fairly short, I'll share his other channels. Check it out. Hey, what's up, America? So not too long ago, Congress gave themselves a cost-of-living increase. They complain how expensive it is to live in Washington, D.C., and they just can't handle the cost. Oh, no! But until today, we didn't really know how much that cost-of-living increase was. Well, I'm going to tell you. Congress voted to give themselves a $34,000 a year pay raise to combat cost of living in Washington, D.C. So let me get this shit straight. Just on a whim, Congress gets just under my yearly salary 
all at once for doing fuck all for the country. And somehow, some way, we're supposed to pretend that these fuckers actually represent us, the people. So can you guys clearly see now that the politicians don't give a fuck about anybody below a certain economic level? That is totally clear. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he didn't say anything so that I don't, I feel like we haven't said on the show ourselves before. Like, no, I just wanted to shout him out because he and I have become recent internet friends and he gave us a boost on TikTok. That's cool. So I figured we'd give him a boost back. He is sup underscore America on Twitter and sup America on YouTube. Yeah, they, they, this is <coughs> how unshocking. A thirty-four thousand dollar raise, though. It's not that much. <laughs> That's see, what they would say, he, though. He, he laughed that much. because I made a face, or uh, because it was ridiculous, or both. Get fucked. That is thirty-four thousand dollars. You fucking cunts. Holy shit! Right. So, like, even okay. So this would lead me into one of the topics that I mentioned uh, to talk to you about in front of the people, right? This fake fucking Republican care, right? Where they're talking about all kinds of things. They want to end the IRS. And they want to end the income tax because it's fucking slavery. And they want a consumption tax. Which, if you were a government that was worried about only money and not just subjugation, would make sense because you'd make more money on a consumption tax than you would income. Yeah. Which is theft. Uh, Even like this Matt Gates fellow that's getting all this attention. You know he probably voted for that shit. Listen, the thing is, I've said it before, and Democrats do the same exact thing when they know they have something that inevitably it could go through like one chamber, but not the one other. chamber, not the other, or it'll get vetoed. Right? Empty platitudes. Empty fucking platitudes. That's all these people are. They're goddamn fucking uh, mannequin clowns. Is all they are. This is all bullshit. Or like, let's let's switch across the aisle real quick. You're right. It, it goes both ways. But say like... Uh, no, it's a, bisexual like, for real. Like AOC, right? Yeah. Like she is this... Uh, she is this uh, elected of... she. You know, she's of the people, right? Mm. She's all about uh, workers' rights, labor rights, all that shit. Sounds great. And then she voted to make sure that railroad mm. workers weren't allowed to strike. Yeah. Yeah. Like what happened? What happened to your like? Well, they're it's it's they're they're empty. You understand? They're all, they they are all she hollow, vapid, empty creatures. They're not. You, I don't even know if you could constitute them as human anymore. I drank a beer with Rand Paul. Do you think he's empty? I think he's a prostitute compared to his father. Oh yeah, definitely. But like, listen, he is he's he, just to drink a beer with the sperm from Ron Paul. No homo, of course. And no worship, but it well, felt kind of heroic. Let's think about it like this in the scale of things. If they're all prostitutes, right, which yeah, they are, right, they all are, every last one of them, they're all prostitutes, right? To me, Ron is like a high-class escort, right? Almost, Gosh, almost, would, if you will, a geisha, right? I want to know. Sex isn't necessarily implied, right? Yeah. yeah. He's just there for conversation. But yeah, they he maybe he'll give you a hand job. He's there to entertain. Right? See, but here's the thing. Whereas him, whereas Ran is to me, he's not exactly like what most of them are. Is like street level hooker. I called this dude out right? to his face, right? Yeah, before 
What was the election? Was it McCain? Was Romney ever in there? Oh God! This was back then. Okay, so McCain, I believe, if I if I'd memory serves me correctly, doctor. McCain was two thousand eight. Romney was two thousand twelve. Okay, it might have been Romney. I'd have to ask the doctor because he was with me, and we met this motherfucker. And I actually shook his hand and talked to him, and I said, "Why would you not support your father?" And you're supporting this fucking cocksucker. And he was like, you know, we've got to do what we got to do to move the agenda along. And that, to me, said that, like, he was, you know, and his father came out years after, maybe months after his uh, retirement, right? Mm-hmm. And he went on Jeff Berwick's podcast, The Dar Vigilante, and he basically espoused that he's always been an anarchist. That's why they called him Dr. No. He voted against everything. Yeah. He was a savage. And his son, I think, is playing the game. Well, okay, and that's a, that's a, see, that's the problem. You can't right? play the game, like. But he's at the gotta, same time, if you don't play the game, you don't stay in the game. See, so how I don't know how the fuck Ron was so high class, he didn't even need a, <clears throat> he didn't need a pimp, he didn't need nothing, <clears throat> right? Now Rand, on the other hand, like I said, he's not like street level. No, but he probably works at a whorehouse. He requires he requires <clears throat> management. He's right? probably on Epstein Island, like running the girls. Like and they, I mean that as a reference. They, I doubt he was on the flight logs. They need management. You know, it's it's so. Sometimes you get that high class buyer that comes in and you show him all the girls, and you're like, which one do you want? And then he points back behind the counter and he points at Rand, and Rand's like, I haven't done this in years, but, but I then, guess I will if the money's right. Then again, that's most of Washington. There's so many <laughs> layers to their nonsense. What do you know about Matt Gates? He's become ultra popular here lately. And it I, makes me nervous. I think he's a Todd. Uh, a Todd. Okay, I tried to. My brain wanted. So to by s- Todd, do you mean a child molester? No, and that's. I don't mean. Hold on. Okay. My brain wanted to say two things at once, okay. and Todd came out. Right. <laughs> All right. I wanted to say knob. Okay. And tool. Okay, so Todd. He's a Todd. Mm. Right. I don't know. I, I struck that from the record. I can't fucking say that. Can I, I have, keep it in the episode, but strike it from the record? Yeah, I I don't want to use that term because I, I have... Todd one, is a prison term. Well, Todd is also one of my cousins. Ah, I see. And I really like my cousin. Yeah, well, he no Tomo. He's a good guy. Yeah. I don't. I doubt he listens to the show. We're not talking time, about like... Uh, this would be the episode he'd start listening to and be like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, we're not talking about... We're, we're talking about like uh, Todd Lyons. We're not talking about your cousin. But no, Matt Gates. he, to me... Just comes off as an absolute douchebag. Like, but he, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot going on there that I'm curious about, just for simple curiosity. It's fake, but like all those things where he voted for Trump and all this dumb shit when they were having their little fucking spat in the Congress, voting for the little leader because we all need a leader. Yeah. We got to have a leader. We're all sheep, right? And then uh, you see him get talked to, and he puts his head down like a little bitch. Yeah. Next thing you know, that fucking fag gets elected. Right? Yeah. And now he's on uh, Timcast IRL. I haven't listened to that episode yet, but it came out this morning, I believe. So that's going to be something I do tomorrow. But it's interesting to me that these people, they come seemingly out of nowhere, and they get all this fucking attention. Why? It's not natural. No. It's not because you're an organic, interesting person. No. You know? It's all fucking orchestrated. They, everything's by design. Yeah. If they want you to see something, they make sure that you see it. 
They make sure you're talking about it. They make sure that like every aspect of your life, like it, it. And the thing is, like, if you're in my like, I'm trying to figure out like you ever like look at the news sites and you're like, who is this news for? Who's reading this and is like interested in this? Like, I'll give you an example that I have seen in the fucking news for the news cycle for the last god blessed a month maybe. Yeah, it has to do with fucking dumbass fucking uh, Prince Harry. Right. Right. You hear about his book? I don't care. I don't either. But I had to hear about it yesterday. Who is caring about this? He talked about his cock, apparently, Call. in this book. I'm calling out any person who cares about this. Come forward now. <laughs> Didn't we fight a war and to say, not care anymore and about that shit? say you care about this. Yeah. And then I will call you a dumbass. Who was it I was listening to the other day? One of the podcasts I listened to is why I heard about this. I'll be fucked if I could remember. The but, only thing but I... they they said that there is a war room, and this is a uh, a legitimate news website. I use legitimate in air quotes. Yeah, it's one that the mainstream accept. But they say they set up a air quotes war room to discuss this new situation with whatever the fuck his name is, Harry. Yeah, and his book. It's like, what do you mean war room? Unless that ginger headed fuck wants to spill the beans. On the clandestine activities of his family, I don't want to hear a fucking word that comes out yeah. of his fucking tell mouth. Tell me about, tell me about the warrants. He's got a cunty little mouth, yeah, and he's to shut it unless he's going to give us something worthwhile to talk about. Well, that he was whining because he only had so many millions of dollars. We don't Go fucking fuck care, yourself, you stupid royal fuck. fucking pretentious, fucking out of touch piece of shit. This brings me back to a conversation I had. I believe it was with a doctor a few weeks ago. Maybe it was in the group chat. Who knows? But anyway, a conversation I had. We need to bring back, and I'm not joking. We need to bring back public lynchings. And Ooh. hold on, stop. Don't take the racial connotations. That's that. No, no. Hear me out. We need to take back. You remember how? Well, let me say it, and then I'll uh, then I'll elaborate. Okay. Public lynchings, and we need to bring back tar and feather. So. Back in the day, and this goes directly to the people we can affect, the people from our state legislator, senators, stuff like that, they all used to live local. They didn't used to have walls around their house and live in fucking mansions with guards and security and all this shit and vote against our rights that are inalienable. They used to be our neighbors. Mm -hmm. We need to bring that back. They all need to be beaten in the streets and fucking tarred and feathered and, and called out. For the fucking cowards and usurpers that now, they are. When you say public lynching, do you like you mean public execution, right? I mean, you could take it that way, but I just meant beating severely. Now, lynching in Minecraft, of course. Well, okay, but understand, lynching means killing somebody. Are you talking about hanging? Maybe I used the wrong word. Yeah, I think you did use the wrong word. Okay, well, that. I mean, I'm even fine with that. Let's, I guess let's avoid let's the say, whole lynch thing. Let's, well, uh, let me take it back. Let's say yeah. lynchings after. Uh, a grand jury has been adjourned, and they've been found guilty. Well, that's the thing, though. Duly. Okay, so of uh, their crimes. Let me. Can I? Of, can I? Can I elaborate real quick? Go ahead. So to lynch somebody means to execute them before they've had any due process. Okay. Lynching's bad, right? <sighs> Would you lynch uh, Jeffrey Epstein? I would publicly execute Jeffrey Epstein. I wouldn't. I don't like the term lynch. It has very yeah, bad. Yeah, but that's the same thing, right? It has very Let's, bad I, connotations. Again, again. Oh, stop. Hold on. Let's start over. Let's remove 
all the racial memory behind that word because that's not what we're talking about. Okay. Where there's no fucking racial connotation in anything that we talk about. Would you lynch Bill Gates in Minecraft? I just ask me the question. Would you lynch? Yes. <laughs> I personally, and even though like I find these to be just despicable people, right? Yeah. I feel like I still believe in due process. What are the chances that you and I are in a end of the world scenario together? Okay, listen. If there's no society, it's different. No, then. no, no, no. Hold on. You know, like, hear, hear me out. Hear me out. It's for the laws. Okay. Imagine that you and I, we have secured our bunker. Do you know what bunker it is? I'll name it for you if you don't already know. What bunker is it? Well, we're going to call it Houston Woods. Okay, okay. All right. We've secured the area. Okay. The entrances have been blocked. Mm-hmm. Right? And we have someone inside who airdropped. Let's say it's Bill Gates for whatever reason. Yeah. And we have a sustainable fishery. We can filter the water, which is replaced by rainwater. We have plenty of farmland. The perimeter's protected. Mm-hmm. But then we find out that maybe, I don't know, Bill Gates is there. And he starts talking about how we shouldn't be raising cattle that we may or may not have gotten from a neighboring farm through trade or other means. Yeah. And then we look up, you know, our memories. And we find this fellow to be lacking in the living department. And I ask you to lynch him. Yeah. See, because at the end of the time, if you were like, do you, do you think if he like talked to you and like promised you all these things, like you'd let him go, and the next thing you know, he cuts my throat? No, he's, you know, <clears throat> it's um, one of those fucking common themes in those science fiction. I feel like he's too dangerous to live. Yeah, he he's, can't live. Yeah, um, in Minecraft. What yeah, exactly? But, Minecraft. Um, now, what happens when you cut his throat and you find out that his skin melts off and he's actually a lizard and he runs yeah. away? I was, thinking, I fucking knew it. I was thinking uh, like the scene in Alien where they knock the android's head off and he's just <laughs> yeah. spewing milk all over the place. Like, <laughs> yeah. like what the fuck? <laughs> he was a robot the whole time. Oh no, I knew you it. Know, it's funny you bring up that whole concept of bringing some old stuff back. I was talking to Tobeans about this the other day, and I think. I am not against the idea of public flogging. I think flogging might have been the word I was looking for earlier, but I'm not going to replace Lynch. As an alternative to, let's say you get charged with a crime, right? And the judge is like, all right, you've got 30 days in jail or X amount of money for a fine or... You get 15 lashes in the, in the sound square. Okay. Right. I already have a counter argument, but continue, please, and let me finish. I, I believe that's not a bad idea. Okay. Right? I think that, like, saying, like, it's still punishment, right? And it's accepted punishment. You were given an alternative. Corporal right? punishment. You, you were given an alternative to said punishment. You could either sit in a jail cell for a month... Or however much, like, let's forego the the intricate nature of the sentencing and just say you can either do jail time or you can take this fucking lick. Yeah. Right? Can I give you an alternative? Okay, let's hear it. So, I don't disagree with you. I think it kind of takes us back to high school when they used to do, what do they call them, the lashings, swats. swats? Yeah. 
So I listened to this interview earlier on Soft White Underbelly on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, LAPD detective interview Jim. It was uploaded 14 hours ago as of 1-14-23. So this guy talks about how we need to have um, an absolute fucking re- reformation of the rehabilitation system that we have in America. Agreed. A hundred percent agree. Yeah. Instead of like slavery, throwing an animal. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's say that you let's restart your life real quick. If you could just close your eyes and come back as a fresh born, you know, whatever race you choose, mm-hmm. into a ghetto in a project, and you have zero fucking uh, heroes to look up to. Mm-hmm. Not to say heroes is not the right word, but like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Role models. Role models, yeah. So you have no role models. And then through that, you have to suffer and then find a new version of morality to find a role model. So you look up to a drug dealer. You look up to a pimp. You look up to a fucking wife beater. You yeah. look up to whatever. You, you're searching for something to become. Yeah. Because you're a fucking child, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, here's an idea for sentencing. Perhaps we find a child who's guilty of a youth crime, a juvenile. And we sentence them to a year and a half on a wrestling team. Or we sentence them to a year and a half jujitsu. We sentence them to a year and a half of a team sport where they have to learn these values, these issues. Imagine being sentenced to two years football and doing yeah. two-a-days. And you're looking up to your coach. Yeah. You're looking up to bigger people on your team. You have camaraderie. You have family. Because a lot of these people don't have a mother and a father. Mother's it, a crackhead. The, mo- the the father's gone. It's like they used to how they used to uh, offer military services as an alternative to yeah uh, to jail time. Right. So you kill for the state instead of yeah. So or like he said, somebody in their twenties or thirties, you give them an opportunity. You 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 go out. You reach out. Law enforcement reaches out to local businesses. Mm-hmm. You have uh, one that actually worked was an interesting example that he used was like a bicycle shop. He was like, I want you, you know, to for six months. He, I guess, talked to a fucking judge and, and worked this out some way where this guy got sentenced to six months working for this bicycle owner, like a bi- bicycle shop owner, mm-hmm. where he learned. And he's like, I want you to fucking learn everything this guy knows. Mm-hmm. I want you to learn everything about fixing these bicycles and everything about running this business. So if he dies tomorrow, you can take it over. Yeah. And the guy changed his whole life hmm. because he learned to trade because none of these people, the public school system in that area is shit. You don't have any fucking parents. So these kids are being raised on the streets. I mean, in in the grand scheme of things, I think it would work to an extent. I don't yeah. think it'd be 100%. No, for sure uh, not. Efficient. There are some people who are just shitheads. Yeah, shitheads, or I mean, or they're just in such a bad place that that doesn't work. Yeah, like some things only work for some people. But imagine, or they're just evil. But imagine having to take a lick in, in town square in front of everybody. Yeah, I mean, all those options are better than what we got now, where the state makes profit off their labor. Like for instance, here in Ohio, where they make all the fucking license plates. When was the last time you paid a dollar for a license plate? That's more than it's worth. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or a fucking registration sticker. Go they, fuck yourself. Make it hand over fist on that. It's fucking gross. Hand over fist. It's just, I mean, 
I don't know. I think we've reached a point. They have to do something catastrophic because, and I don't mean the state government, but like worldwide, they have to do something catastrophic because it seems like people in every country and every state are waking up to the corruption. They have to do something to reset it. We have to have a global 9-11. Well, I mean. I saw Russia shot down a UFO the other day. (laughs) Maybe we're about to go that route. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about it. The Plutards came over here and they bombed fucking, you know, uh, whatever the fuck. Maybe that's why Trump, Trump saw it on the horizon. That's why it creates Space Force. I feel like Trump is absolutely throwing away this next election. I don't even know why he's running. Have you seen any of his fucking yeah, shit? He's so cringy. He's in his office. Makes me wonder, like, was he always that cringy or is he just now? No, no, no. It's totally worse now. Okay. He's I'm just sitting sure in, it wasn't just me. Like, he's sitting in an office, like, delivering, like, a speech that you can tell he's reading. You, you know, like, I wasn't always his biggest fan, but here lately, man, he just keeps getting cringier and cringier. I loved it when he went on TV and talked about locking up Hillary Clinton. Like, that shit was gangster. Yeah. I'm not a fucking government lover, but I like it when these fucking cunts get called out. It's like, I saw this little <laughs> spiel that Dave Chappelle did about him, where he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, this dude went on national television <laughs> It was like, the system is rigged. You know how I know it's rigged? Because I use it. Because I use it. <laughs> yeah. And then like. I paid you, motherfucker. And then like, he says something like, Hillary, during the debate, Hillary Clinton's like, well, you don't pay your taxes. And Trump's like, yeah, I don't because I'm smart. Yeah. He's like, if like, you wanted to worry about this, you could have used X yeah, amount of years you've been yeah, in the system. To change the tax code and you could have been taxing me. But Except you won't you do that. Because the people that fund your campaign are the people like me. Yeah. <laughs> That's Dude. the that's the Trump I want back. Yeah, yeah, right. I he, want that. I want that fucking hard talking piece of shit back. Yeah, he he went hard there for a minute. Did you watch his interview or not his interview? It was his uh, his uh, introduction to the SNL that he did about Kanye. Oh, can we do it? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. I want you to watch it. I only want you to watch it because I like your brain. I think you'll get a, a good a good kick out of this. Uh, b- before I start tonight, I just wanted to read a brief this statement that I prepared. That's good. <laughs> I denounce anti-Semitism in all its forms, <laughs> and I stand with my friends in the Jewish community. And that, Kanye. Is how you buy yourself some time. I gotta tell you guys, I've probably been doing this uh, 35 years now. And early in my career, I learned that there are two words in the English language that you should never say together in sequence. And those words are the and juice. <laughs> Never heard someone do good after they said that. Kanye's <laughs> gotten into some scrapes before. Normally, when he when he's in trouble, I pull up. I pull up immediately. But this time, I was like, you know what? Uh, let me see what's gonna happen first. I can't even remember how it started. Vaguely, I remember it started with a tweet, strange tweet. It was like, uh, I'm feeling a little sleepy. <laughs> I'm going to give me some rest, but when I wake up, I'm going to go DEFCON 3 on the Jews. 
So I'm not freaked out by your culture. I know a little bit about it just from hanging around. I'm like, yo, yo, let's go out at school tomorrow. I'm like, we can't go out. It's Shana Na tomorrow. I'm like, what is Shana Na? I had so many questions. Why do some of your people dress like Run DMC? <laughs> Kanye woke up from that nap, he went right to work. <laughs> a year ago, I'd seen him on a podcast called Drink Champs. Well, a great show. Uh, and, and it was it was an amazing appearance. Uh, Noriega and them were there, the rappers that I love, and they all had their gold chains and stuff on. And uh, Kanye said, only millionaires wear chains. They said, what? He said, I'm a billionaire. Billionaires don't wear their money on their body. I took my chain and I said, oh, snap. <laughs> it was a good appearance. It was fun and funny. But when he woke up, he went on Drink Champs again. This time, he was on one. He was mad about something. He said, I can say anti-Semitic things. And the Adidas can't drop me. Now what? Adidas dropped that nigga immediately. <laughs> Ironically, Adidas was founded by Nazis. <laughs> they were offended. <laughs> I guess the students surpassed the teacher. <laughs> it's a big deal. He had broken the show business rules. This is a rule. You know, the rules of perception. If, if they're black, then it's a gang. If they're Italian, it's a mob. But if they're Jewish, it's a coincidence and he should never speak about it. <laughs> Kanye got in so much trouble, Kyrie got in trouble. Yeah, anyway, check that out. Yeah. It's funny because yeah, I, I, I didn't want to make you go the whole nine minutes, 57 seconds, but he talks about at one point he he uh, checked the camera to see if Kanye pulled his chain back out. Because <laughs> he lost his billion dollars. <laughs> but, uh, man, uh, hey, you going to get, you, you got a gas range or you got electric? Uh, I have a gas range in the garage uh-huh. and I got electric in the house. You better get that motherfucker out of your goddamn No. Mouth. I saw a meme earlier that said, Hey, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Taking your gas range. But the, the favorite meme that's come out of this has been the one of him eating ice cream. Yeah. Oh, Joey Biden. It's like a regular person. I can't afford fucking eggs. They're like four times the amount of money. A side note, all the TikTok videos of these black people and white people to coming together, owning chicken farms, and they're like throwing eggs down, and they're like, I'm hustling, you know, like getting it in. But it's like I can't afford basic cost of living things. And he's like, "Hey, Jack, we're coming after your gas stove." I think the funniest uh, egg meme I saw Toby and showed it to me <laughs> earlier. It was someone opening up like a ring box, <laughs> and it had it had an egg in it, and yeah. it said, "He went to Kroger's." <laughs> 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 and then I saw another one where I had a half dozen and it said three more payments and these babies are going to be mine. <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking Christ. It'd be funnier if it wasn't true. Oh, my God. You know? What the fuck, man? No, nah, that's why we got to have chickens, bro. We got yards, man. What are we doing? You know what the fucked up part is? I eat a lot of eggs, too. So do I. 
I had an egg put on my double burger earlier with no bun, and uh, it was delicious. Like I, I you know, egg, like chickens, they just like they eat pests in your yard. Yeah, a little bit of chicken feed. They keep your dogs from getting fleas. Well, and, they, uh, I'm afraid my dogs will kill them. Well, yeah, you probably don't want them around your chickens. You probably yeah. want to put up a fence around your fence. Yeah, but like their their food that shit food out. Yeah, it's like karma free food, not just free food, delicious free food and nutritious. Yeah. I love me some eggs. Yeah, especially good for babies. Usually, you give your baby some eggs. Oh yeah. yeah. Usually on my days off, me and him in the morning we get up. Oh, we always have ourselves a little fry up. It's awesome. Yeah. Last time you did that was when you had to spend your whole paycheck on a fucking carton of eggs. Right. I had to uh, get a second mortgage on the house to get get a dozen. But at least the baby got some eggs. That's what's important. Yeah. So there's a video on here on Sup America's page, and I I'm not going to search for it, but he talked about the new shortages of 2023 that government agencies are talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get it wrong. I'm going to bastardize. I'm sorry, Sup America, I got it wrong. But eggs, obviously, mm-hmm. chicken, beef, and basically uh, bread. Mm. Everything that you could imagine needing for the staples of your fucking life. Yeah. And I'm not joking. It, I'm watching this video, and I'm like, okay, so the staples. Yeah. Everything that you need. Anything to do with a cow, anything to do with a chicken, anything to do with a pig. Bread, wheat, grain. Yeah. And it's all because of Ukraine. Because that's where it all comes from. Yeah. Yeah. Is this where we're at now? We're just in this. But they're sweating gas stoves, but it's whatever. Yeah. Right? So that's the thing. You know, he's had, he he's, he's, they're finding classified documents and every fucking. That's different. Place he's been for the no, last fucking different. 10 years. That's fine. But. That's another story. Here's the thing that I want to, I want to, I want to issue to you and have you respond to it. Yeah. With your rational brain. Cause I don't have a rational brain. Yeah. So we're using a distraction of gas stoves. That's mm-hmm. a distraction. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to do it, but it's a distraction to get us all upset and talk about it. But um, the other distraction are these c- classified documents, mm-hmm. right? So do you know how all that was found? How? Um, supposedly, Joe Biden sent a team of lawyers to unpack his offices, mm-hmm. right? So do you know about think tanks? Yeah, yeah. The think tank that specifically at very first was caught, the very first news story that came out, was funded by China. Yeah. Huh. So China got a hold of these classified documents while he was vice president. Wasn't able to declassify them. You know, the biggest argument that they have when they when they kicked Trump's uh, door in with a sledgehammer was that he was president so he could declassify whatever he wanted, mm-hmm. which is true. Not saying it's right. I'm just saying that's yeah. that's the way the law works. <clears throat> Old Joey, pedophile Uncle Joe in Minecraft, was not able to declassify documents. But he had classified documents mm-hmm. hidden in this Pennsylvania place where he said he was a professor. He actually wasn't. And it was funded by China. So China got a hold of all these documents. And he just left them there. Well, his lawyers were the ones that were unpacking this shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, the lawyers were the ones that took him to the place to report it. 
which doesn't make sense because if you're yeah. if you're paying an attorney twelve hundred dollars an hour to work for you, where's your attorney client privilege? Why would they go snitch on you if you're getting yeah. paid? That doesn't make any sense. Listen here, Jack. Yeah, <laughs> but that doesn't make sense. If you paid an attorney twelve hundred dollars an hour to clean out the podcast studio, and they found some declassified documents in here. You think they'd come to you and be like, hey, how do you want to handle this? Yeah. Instead, they went straight to the fucking government with yeah. it. Yeah. To create a news story. So, this is all distraction. This is all smoke and mirrors. Or, I guess, on the other side of things, they're trying to destroy him and they want to remove him as president. I was kind of thinking that. Like, they're going to use him as a scapegoat. They're even talking about Hunter now. Someone, Someone mentioned that, like... It's a matter of, like, he's part of the old Democratic Party. Which one? The one that they replaced him with? There have been three Joe Bidens. But, well, you get what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah, no, like, I get it. Kind of like Andrew Cuomo, where, uh, yeah, where he was like he was like their golden child there for a minute. And then when his... his was, use... it, was he the billionaire? Or I'm thinking... No, 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 no. He was the the governor of New York. Okay, never mind. But when it, but when he had worn out his his usefulness, yeah, the people they found that the people did not like they him ca- at all. They cast him to the side, mm-hmm. right? And they're kind of thinking the same th- same thing's going to happen with with Joe Biden as well. So they're just going to remove him and then uh, replace him with Kamala. Come on, me, Kamala. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be Kamala because nobody really cares for her either. Well, I mean, if they remove him, she's the next in line, right? Or how does that work? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's next in line. They're not. I don't think they're gonna remove. I don't think they're. He's gonna get anybody's support. They're just gonna shit on him until the next election, and then have somebody else go up to the plate. Who's the rising star, though? Fuck all if I know. I don't know who they're gonna fucking throw in the ring because most of them. This shit's a fucking goddamn clown show. Yeah, politics in general is a clown show. The one, the the one I have heard, but I don't know how he's got. He would have a lot of hoops to jump through to. To win over some hearts and minds because he hasn't exactly had a good tenure and his position would be uh, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California. Yuck. Yeah. But. uh, She used Nancy Pelosi. Well, I think that about wraps it up for us. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good one. Yeah, it was. Uh, We'd like to thank y'all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we'd like to thank Blood the Brave. Blood the Brave, anarchist rapper, intro and outro music, unless I decide to use the uh, anti, uh, anti-Pelosi music on the outro. Mm. I might do that. Uh, you know, you can get a hold of us. Short form. Go to TikTok, type in Bones of Tubs, find us on there, hit us on that. I will hit you back almost immediately, because I'm somehow obsessed with that dopamine hit of TikTok. Yeah. Or you can find us on Instagram. We are on Twitter at Bones Tubs. For longer form emails, bonesandtubs at gmail.com. Uh, once again, we'd like to thank y'all for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope you tune in next time. And between now and then, we hope you stay safe. We love you. We, Check out Sub America. We love you. We really do. <clears throat> Until you think you're insane They really did Lie to you as a kid And they're still lying now They don't care if you live So stop asking them I think that they will help The battles within They don't care about your health All they want is for you To bow down and be ruled And if it's
training you well ever since you were in school Played as a fool, used as a pawn Unwash the minds with the words of my songs You gotta stay strong and go deep within your own Heart that deserves to shine like chrome You gotta push and grow and break through the mold That they try to lock you in to control your soul It's everywhere you look when you watch what they feed All they do is plant the seeds that help conformity Your mind is a prize and they hunt it every day and any way they can they're gonna move it on the prey But I know their tricks and the tactics they use And expose them in my songs, there's no way we will lose Come alive from FEMA Region 5 This is the Hunger Games, you gotta fight to survive Look alive and be ready on all sides Cause every day they attack your monster and I come alive from FEMA Region 5 This is the Hunger Games, you gotta fight to survive Look alive and be ready on all sides Cause every day they attack your monster die May the odds be ever in your favor Whether you see it or not, our lives are a danger Battered and broke, they wanna leave you with no hope Like you're stuck and can't find your way out of the rope And they're the ones who tied you up so tight And tell you that you're free, don't resist, don't fight Like we're supposed to take it, your will they wanna break If they really want you to not think you're gonna make it They try to break your will, cause they know how strong you are They know your power, that's why they haunt you at large It's never what they claim, nothing's ever what it seems This is the Hunger Games, you are Katniss Everdeen They play it on a screen and we cheer for the rebels But in real life, most cheer for the devil They just wanna be safe, that's why they keep them all scared The stake you care less, they'll push you down the stairs And they'll sell you the crutch and then tell you to be thankful That's the truth, the cruel, to face it can be painful But after you make it through the lies and hurt You finally realize, everything you're worth come alive from FEMA Region 5, this is the Hunger Games, you gotta fight to survive, look alive, and be ready on all sides, cause every day they attack your monster and I come alive. From FEMA Region 5, this is the Hunger Games, you gotta fight to survive, look alive, and be ready on all sides, cause every day they attack your monster and I, may the odds be ever in your favor, whether you see it or not, our lives are a danger. Happy Hunger Games.